0: i'm your host kit michael um so kind of a, a big thing to get out of the way is that um george won't be uh, co-hosting anymore um he's just uh you know uh we're both in school and we're both waiters but he has like a much more demanding job than i do um so like i wish him all the best there's no beef um and the search goes on for a permanent like solution to the to the no co-host problem. We may have found someone. He's here this week. Uh, we we don't know uh, because uh, you know everyone's got an adult schedule these days, and it's hard to get people to commit to a podcast. Um, but uh, for the first time he's you've heard of him on the show before, but for the first time in person is executive producer Kevin Anderson.
1: Yeah, I'm the one who made him start saying that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Kevin, have I talked about how you... Well, you don't really listen to the show, you just edit it. Um, I've
1: I've been very open about saying that I I don't listen to the show because I just look at the WAV file.
0: I don't think we talked about it, but what happened was that Kevin is like... third editor, I think, of the show. I think there's supposed to be another one that never happened. And so... it was just 3. The first one was Matthew Rosenthal, I think was I think Matthew Rosenthal. Was the, wait. Yeah, he made no, the I theme th- song too, right? Yeah, no, I think he was the second one then. I don't remember if he was the first one or the second one, but he was at one point it was him. And then at another point it was my cousin Aristides Panagas um which is his fucking wild name. <laughs> okay, I wasn't <laughs> gonna say anything. Okay, yeah, no, he's that's uh, my Greek cousin. I'm not Greek. It's a like a, a marriage thing, but he was <laughs> born and me. raised in Greece. Yeah, no. <laughs> no one will ever accuse me of that in my life. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think I give off uh, Greek energy. Um, but yeah, he couldn't do it after a while. Um, and then Kevin came along, and Kevin was just editor. Um, yep. and then. He needed a job, so he put that he was the executive producer on his resume. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, and so I told him that he was allowed to be executive producer if he could book me guests, which he did once. Yes,
1: o- only the once, though. Yeah. The,
0: other tried, got... what, it it gone?
1: the other time I tried, they keep sending me back, um, this isn't a real email thing.
0: Okay, yeah, so we've, we've been trying to get this guy, from the um, Uncle Ben from the Urban Rescue Ranch, we've been trying to get him on uh no luck but uh kevin did get us nigel bach which was a pretty insane get for us even though he never plugged his own episode
1: oh yeah he didn't
0: uh yeah uh i'm I'm sure it just slipped he's busy guy i'm sure yeah um (laughs) he was he was nice enough to come on so i can't really complain but uh and he also gave us like every bad ben film like oh yeah
1: yeah he gave us i forget what you called them because i i'm i
0: think screeners is the screeners one. yes yeah yeah uh my friends uh, my my friend gabby at over at the film poser podcast gets those all the time i think i do not but uh it was fun to get one or to get a few of those <laughs> um so it's a big change for the show to have kevin on um but kevin you're gonna be a flight attendant soon can i say that out loud uh, I mean, yeah, uh, I have no problem with that. Yeah. Um. So it, you know, it's it's gonna be tough, but we're also considering going monthly. Ooh. Um. Which would probably mean the episodes would be longer. I don't know how if, if I could do a longer episode, but I just like. <laughs> Four I, hour. I'm running was... out. I'm to be quite honest. I'm running out of people in my life that I have chemistry with. <laughs> you, know, like, I mean, you got steven ram yeah, oh no, god even steven's on planet shuck puck i can't so like he comes on a lot to fill in but like he can't just be the co-host i mean he could i guess i don't know how wayne would feel about that but um and then the guys at higher education have their own podcast so i can't have any of them we too busy i have chemistry with her but she's too busy and so like i'm just running out of people
1: just going to start walking up to random people on the street and being like, yeah. hey, I want to start a
0: podcast? Might might put on like, like a Craigslist ad at this point. Um, yeah, we'll see how it works. Plus, we have to figure I, out who people like. Yeah, I mean, we don't really get much feedback on this show. Yeah, true. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think for now uh, you'll be fine. And I won't have any complaints if we just stick with it. Uh, we'll just see where it goes. <laughs> I does this you sound, sound like, like my mean girlfriend? You? No,
1: you sound like my girlfriend.
0: It'll <laughs> be fine. Uh, um <laughs> yeah, but I th- I think yeah, you're already laughing, so something's going right. Um oh, yeah, so what was the other thing I was gonna say? Uh making only one Monthly. Um fuck it, I don't remember. Uh, Dude,
1: I think you got through all the points. Massive beef with George, probably going beef monthly. With
0: George uh yeah. and I edit the show. <laughs> That's really yeah, all the going into this. Uh huh. So I'm going to be editing the show in a little while.
1: Oh yeah, well, yeah. Because I'm and I'm going to be. In would Minneapolis. you Would
0: you do it if I if I went monthly? Would you be able to still edit?
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, I get back. I leave the th- October third. I get back the twenty sixth. Then I have two days off. So if you can manage to get me an episode between the twenty sixth and the twenty eighth, I can do it. I I are, probably... are going to be
0: on the run like all the time at this job
1: um so how i understand it works is i'll have 11 days completely off per month Mm -hmm. but when i'm not off i'm
0: kind of always on okay
1: because they'll they'll
0: sorry go ahead so if we are going monthly you'll have a like a good window there's no there's no way we're gonna miss an 11 day window i think
1: no, no, no. It was really just for October where I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to do it. Because I don't know if my. The thing is, like, I used to, when I was in college, I used to edit on my laptop all the time. But I recently purchased a less powerful laptop because my old one crapped out on me. Uh-huh. So I don't know if it can
0: handle uh, editing of any kind. Uh-huh. But I'll test and, it out. Uh, the entertainment content sphere is kind of where you, you you're like. You never had a job there but you were uh, to my knowledge anyway but you you did go to school for like sports journalism right uh or just the, journalism it was just
1: journalism my path through school was was funny i wanted to be a doctor i mm-hmm. went to the university of albany i entered the bio uh program and i had two choices and i was like i want to kind of want to be like a bio engineer almost mm-hmm. i made it Four months into that. When you, I saying, like,
0: when, you, when you say you want to be a doctor, and then you say, I wanted to be a bioengineer almost, it's just uh, very umbrella corp. Yes. I <laughs> wanted to create I the team like man. I wanted, yeah. <laughs> I wanted <laughs> to build <clears throat> a creation of my own image.
1: You know just what's even what more fucked? I, I don't know what that was. Um, I So I used to read in high school, I used to read these articles about. Um, my big thing is I wanted to do organ harvesting, but not in the way you think, right? I wanted to do it from, like, mice and pigs. You can read about these online if you look them up. Uh, yes, people, I've, I've
0: heard of these mice and pigs.
1: Yes, uh, they're delicious. Um, they're growing, like, organs and stuff in animals and then putting them in people. In a mouse? Uh, no, that was just the testing. Okay. But I think <laughs> yeah, pigs are a the fucking big
0: mouse. <laughs> Um, Yeah, because pigs aren't, like, genetically pigs are super, like, similar.
1: Michael, I left the biosphere because I was too stupid to do it, so I do not know. Four months into that, and I was like, I'm a writer now.
0: Okay, and so then you did journalism.
1: Yep. And I wanted graduated
0: journalism, right?
1: Yep, I have a journalism degree.
0: You don't strike me as the kind of person that likes journalists, which is why that's funny to me.
1: I, I got nothing against journalism. We we have a lot of friends who I feel like would fit that, that, yeah. that uh, a lot more than me. I feel bad from, like, low-level journalism is, like, the worst job on the planet.
0: I think, I'm going to put you on blast a little bit here. Uh, uh-huh. I think when people look at Kevin, they think um, this man cuts down trees for a living and he's racist. Yeah, yeah, I definitely get the white supremacist thing a lot. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And I will say, Kevin does not cut down trees. I do not know, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Kevin was in my short film. Actually, I like as a wait. Were you in it or yeah, you were. You were in the. I was in, in the two Snowman. of your short films. Well, one of them never was not like was like a training exercise. Oh,
1: wait! So I don't get an acting credit for fat guy.
0: Oh no, we did. A, we did for a class. I had to make like a quick video thing. And I t- did a video of um, Kevin doing like a workout on a, like a TV workout thing. I don't. Yeah. I feel like there was a punchline. I just don't remember what it was.
1: Oh, it was that I would give up almost immediately.
0: Yeah, that was probably it. Um, yeah, because you
1: gave me a bag. You gave me three like twenty five cent bags of chips.
0: Yeah, that was it. Is that you? You're eating chips, then you work out, and then like you give up and you eat the chips. It was. No really just to prove that i understood how to stage things i think i don't remember what it was anymore
1: i do remember you making me hold the phone up to my face to pretend that we were filming in first person i guess yeah. that's not pretending uh-huh that's just filming in the first person
0: yeah um so you were in that and then you were technically my friend jacob was the snowman in snowman sam beat the heat mm-hmm. um, which is my uh, my short film you can actually find on vimeo uh, and then there, are, we had to do reshoots and Jacob wasn't available. So for some scenes, it's just Kevin. Yep. And okay. I think if you're really looking for it, your beard is like sticking out of the helmet.
1: Yeah. Cause that was like, ju- that was kind of, that wasn't even post COVID was it? That was like, that was not, that was mid COVID. Yeah. It was mid COVID. So I didn't, uh, trim or shave my beard for the entire length of COVID.
0: I, I actually hope no one who works at my school is listening to this because, um, Doing those reshoots was technically, like, a big no-no. Not because we can't do reshoots, but because we didn't have time to get a COVID security officer. Well, you know, they really... I I, I don't
1: know if they would have questioned it had you not mentioned the crime you committed.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. They just kind of say it out loud. Y- it's but, like, I really hope
1: the cops aren't listening, because I totally killed uh, that I guy. I mean,
0: listen, it was... Okay, fu- shooting during COVID is fucking, was fucking hell. Like, the, in, the, in the thick of it... um. The way my school had it set up was that you could have only four people on set. Uh, Naturally, you're one of them, so now you have three. Yeah. Um, You need a director of photography who's going to hold the camera. That's two, and then you need a COVID security officer. So you can only have one actor. Yeah, that sounds annoying. It was really annoying. I don't like, and so I don't know. There were people that had multiple actors in theirs, and I don't know like how they talked their way through that, but.
1: It was probably they were two things. Well, like, the director of photography was probably an actor, too, or something.
0: But then who's filming, like, when they're both on screen? The director? I guess. I don't know.
1: I don't think they cared all that much. I think they just needed, like, a piece of paper that said they pretended to care.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm in an animation class now, and I might be returning to that short film just to rotoscope the whole thing. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, I want to see how that looks.
1: Rotoscoping is so cool.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, And so much easier than other animation. Yes. I mean not yeah. that any of it's easy, but like it's really fucking helpful. Yeah. Um I joined that animation class, like super gung ho about it. And now I'm just like I I'm still enthusiastic, but it's so much fucking work. And knowing that it's an elective, like putting that much work into an elective is so frustrating. Oh, I, I feel you. Um yeah. Anyway, uh did you ever did you ever like Okay, so you're straight out of college, right? Yep. Uh, um, what was the first... like? Did you look for journalism stuff? Or were you just like, I already know this is not happening?
1: Okay, so I met a professor in college. Oh, what was his name? You know what? I'm, even if I knew his name, I'm, I wasn't going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Uh, and he and I formed a bit of a, a rapport, I guess. Sexual, yeah. Yeah, uh, a, a sexual... Oh, very. very no, he, he was a late 60-year-old uh, uh-huh. man and he did uh he used to do public relations for Verizon and he kind of inspired me to want to do that and then i get out of school
0: he, wait he inspired you to do public relations for Verizon no
1: no just public relations in general well uh, gonna... he worked for Verizon during 911 okay and Verizon got all of that like the communication stuff apparently i was 4 so memory is fuzzy but uh-huh. apparently, Verizon got all of their communication stuff. Back oh, you up. just
0: fucking remind me. Sorry, continue. But you just reminded me of an amazing story I have. But continue.
1: I'm assuming it's every New Yorker story of people asking you, <laughs> "Where were you for 9 11?" And you were like, "Bro, I was in kindergarten."
0: It's not, but it's in the in the in the ballpark. Just continue. <laughs> oh, oh, and uh, so he did
1: public relations for Verizon when they got all of their stuff back. And funny enough to mention this nowadays, but he went to war with Rudy Giuliani. What did? Verizon have involvement in nine eleven. I don't know. Oh, you didn't know Verizon did nine eleven. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. No, they got all their phones and whatnot back up for emergency responders within like a day. Oh, uh, okay. Because I guess all of the communication stuff went through the twin towers.
0: Yeah, which uh, you know did... hindsight. So why were they why were they going after them? Because because yeah. it went down in the first place.
1: Uh, I think it was the mayor said that Verizon didn't do their due diligence in making sure this wouldn't happen. And Verizon said, we told you this would happen and you didn't give us money to fix it. Okay. And I guess Verizon kind of won.
0: I'm not a corporation <laughs> guy, but uh, I'm pretty uh, like I'm if, if Giuliani is the other side, I think I'm on Verizon in that argument.
1: Yeah. That was kind of how I felt. And that was before all the other
0: stuff. Yeah.
1: Cause remember I went to school. You were thinking was- a lot
0: about Giuliani when you were four.
1: Yeah, yeah, I really, well, I didn't, you know, you gotta pick who you're gonna vote for. Yeah. And I knew at age four that I was worried less about my tax money
0: and more about uh, Dora the Explorer. All I know about, like, Giuliani's, like, accomplishments as mayor is that he just made, um, like, Times Square less porny.
1: And honestly, that's a good reason to hate him, right? Yeah. You know, like, there's no good hookers anymore in the city, and I blame him for
0: that. Well, what are you going to do? Um, so. A weird tangent. Yeah. But you know what? We're already talking about 9 11. Um, oh, tis uh, the season. Tis the season. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. I was at our friend Greg's house, and he has a Meta. What do you call it? Meta Quest 2. Uh, side note, but very fucking funny to change the name of your product after it's come out
1: yeah i have the original oculus quest too yeah
0: i think his is called oculus but i'm just calling it meta uh, oh yeah because that's what they're calling it now yeah Yeah. um so he had it on the desk and i was like i'm fucking putting this on so i put it on uh it's first of all i fucking love vr i desperately need one of those things so cool yeah it is insanely cool and i the first thing i do is i go into a roller coaster simulator tiny Mm -hmm. bit nauseating but cool as fuck i thought it was going to be like well i know i'm not falling but it was still like Part of me was like, "Oh, like
1: your brain can't fully commit to the idea that it knows it's not going to die."
0: Yeah, so that was awesome. Yes. Um, and then I'm like, "I want to see what else this thing can do." So I go to the the online store, and I I'm looking through games, and I'm like nothing nothing is speaking to me. So I go to entertainment, and I see, uh, survive nine eleven experience or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me look up, let me see if I can find the name of it. Uh, 911VR. I'd like
1: to welcome uh, the kid Michael to every terrorist watch list in the United States. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I, you can't make this shit up. It, so I saw that and I was like, well, that... Uh, okay, nothing came up. That, that makes me incredibly curious. So I clicked it and it was an, an interactive documentary. Wow. Um, but it did put you there. So oh. when it starts off, uh, there's a bunch of different angles. It shows you everything from, and so when it starts off, I'm, I'm very high up and I go, Oh God, am I in the tower? That's my first thought. What? Then in the skyline, I see the tower. And my second thought is, Oh God, am I in the plane? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's a woman telling the story of her, like her surviving nine 11 uh, like, I, I feel like it. Um, to some degree, they were trying to do something informative and good with this VR experience. I don't think it comes off that way.
1: No, no, I can't imagine. A I think it worse comes off way of as, doing as it. as
0: very like uh, exploitative. Uh, but I have now seen like firsthand 9/11 from many angles. Yeah, that including in the building, by the way. Oh fuck! Yeah, like not like on the floor that got hit, but like right under it, like so you see like the fucking papers coming down.
1: Did like? Did they give you the perspective of one of the jumpers too? This no. sounds like a ride at uh, Disneyland. I, I turned
0: it off at some point.
1: Well, that's good. At least you have some taste.
0: Yeah, I turned it off at some point. I was like, this, this is, I, I this is actually gonna, this is actually getting upsetting, so I turned it off. But um. <laughs> I just remember uh, Greg sitting next to me and he hears me go, oh god, I'm in an office. And he goes, oh shit, oh shit. Um, <laughs> uh, but there was one part that was actually really cool where you just get to like look up at the World Trade Center. Which is not something you can do in real life. So that was like... So like there was novelty there. If they had just released an app that was like, look at the World Trade Center. It still would have been kind of weird, but... I don't know. It they it clearly they only added the woman the woman's uh, story to be like well it's you know we're telling a story it's uh, this isn't like an exploitative thing but it, it I mean if you pitched to some, I think it was I have to find the name of it because it's, it's something like nine eleven VR survival or something like that like it's so, it, it really sounded like um, yeah it's called surviving nine eleven so if you're on the Oculus and you see that their first thought is not. This is going to be a, a harrowing documentary about a woman's experience on 9-11. It's going to be, um, it's going to be, you know, um,
1: a Michael Bay fantasy about beating yeah. the terrorists fa- to death. By the way,
0: if you go on Google and look up surviving 9-11, you'll just see what I saw. Like the oh, video on there. Right?
1: I apologize uh, for the quickie. A piece of it's on there, but I have to see this.
0: So you'll see, like, you'll get a, t- oh a glimpse God, of some of the stuff I was looking at. But, like, it felt like I was actually there, which was very... Was, they even show the part where, like, you're in the building after it's... Like, the, the top has exploded. It's... I wouldn't recommend it, especially if, like, you you have any proximity to 9-11. Um, but, it, yeah, it was a wild experience. What the
1: fuck? Right? That is like That's the worst.
0: I'd argue it's in poor taste.
1: I you would win that argument.
0: Let's see what the comments say. <laughs> I just finished watching it. This is another area where VR excels to experience the immediacy mm. of that moment in VR twenty years later is both amazing and gut twisting.
1: Uh you know, I, I like VR. G- gaming and, yeah. and for like media experiences not nine eleven.
0: Uh, it, yeah. if that
1: mm, that probably shouldn't exist but it does and it makes me uncomfortable
0: yeah uh, I can't find many people who agree with me in the comments uh,
1: I like theoretically I can see it not being the you, worst thing you ever. know what it
0: reminds me of um who's the who's the dev of Medal of Honor? Medal of Honor, oh
1: god. I have no idea. I have I forgot that game series exists. oh nope, that is just the the Congressional Medal of Honor. That is not what I
0: it's, <laughs> EA. it's EA. Oh it is EA. So EA is the the first comp the first video game company to win an Oscar. Huh. Because I- I'm pretty sure it was made for, for VR, but uh, there's a special feature in Medal of Honor VR or whatever that is just a Holocaust documentary. Oh, that's and weird. it's really good, but you can't help like I've seen it. It's really, it's really touching. It's a really good documentary, but it's like, why the fuck did you make this for a Medal of Honor game?
1: Yeah, that is. I I genuinely don't know how to react to that information.
0: Yeah, I imagine the way it came about was just um the medal of honor devs or or like someone wanting to make that documentary and not knowing like how to get funding from anyone else and just being like well if they're making a world war ii game shot in the dark maybe they'll let me do it and they did i can't imagine that the medal that ea was making this game and was like we need a holocaust documentary i imagine it was the other way around
1: yeah that that would make a lot more sense if you um, I guess if, if it was if it was good, it probably wasn't just tacked on. So give him credit for that.
0: Yeah, it's it's just crazy how we are in such new territory with this medium, and we're immediately going for the big hitters. Well, go big or go Holocaust. home. Yeah. Um. Oh God, I wonder if there's anything like
1: Star Wars Squadrons. You know, the the three big ones.
0: Uh, Hiroshima VR. Let's see if. They oh
1: can. dear God.
0: I, I'm I'm curious now. Virtual reality reviews revives wartime hiroshima this this virtual reality experience drops you in hiroshima this is smithsonian magazine
1: well yeah but that sounds less like you get to watch the bomb get dropped and more like you just get to walk around the city before it gets bombed
0: Begin, the the immersive experience begins with an explanation of the genesis development and deployment of the atomic bomb, and then moves to a second chapter focused on the aftermath of the attack. Audience members can walk through the ruins of the city and examine artifacts from the bombing, including Sick. Shigeru's... Who's Shigeru? I don't know, I must have missed something. Uh, in Perhaps the final someone. chapter, the piece shifts towards the present, describing the frenetic race to create new atomic weapons. Okay. Uh, listen, uh, VR, uh, everyone involved in VR and the birth of this medium uh free advice from someone who is not qualified to give it pace yourself a little bit
1: yeah honestly yeah <laughs> like we we really skipped over the connectables phase yeah, of vr you know, uh we uh,
0: you got to you got to remember um we started movies with the with the train yeah the the, you know? the horse the
1: horse running you know what guys I, Hit that
0: i i can't i don't remember the specifics of this story Um, but this is a story I I learned in school and that is that, um, I think it was Iran. Don't quote me on it, but Iran got cinema way later than everyone else. Right. Okay. And so America introduced, uh, cinema to Iran as a form of propaganda. And so the first, uh, video they showed Iranian audiences was a world war II documentary about rats. Oh. Uh, Because, you know, post – or during the war, rat problems were huge because, like, you know, post-bombings and shit.
1: Corpses and whatnot.
0: Yeah, you had a lot of rats. And so there was a lot of – it was a documentary about the hygienics of rats and shit. Anyway, people ran out of the theater fucking screaming as soon as it started talking. (laughs) Like, it freaked the hell out of them. Yeah. And the consensus from people, like, studying the phenomenon was like, I guess you got to start them on the train. Like (laughs) – you got to yeah. work your way up from silent cinema. You can't just, like, drop the rat on them.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, imagine being someone who's probably never even used, like, a telephone, and suddenly there's an image in front of you talking and yelling and moving around. be yeah, pretty I, fucking I,
0: scary. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
1: I, I saw someone on Twitter the other day that said we should, you know, that uncontacted tribe in India?
0: I don't know, I mean, I'm, I'm...
1: You know, like, generally of it that it yeah. exists. Well, Someone said that we should do a drone light show above them and become their gods.
0: Just, uh, we're not even, we're not even meeting other life yet, and we're already trying to break the Prime Directive. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> like, <Are> you- <laughs> let's get, Like, let's get the first contact first, and then... <laughs> yeah, um... I don't know if that reference went over your head, by the way. I don't know if you watch Star Trek at all.
1: I do not watch Star Trek. That is the the... one... Like, I missed... In terms of my nerdiness, I completely missed Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, and Doctor Who. Yeah. Those are the three that do nothing for me.
0: Prime Directive is you are not allowed to contact... um, uh, You are not allowed to contact uh, a planet in any capacity until it's... um, it's uh what's the it's created like light speed huh? because then it's considered like you can rip off that band-aid of extraterrestrial life
1: interesting
0: yeah um naturally they break it every episode
1: oh obviously i mean i'm a, i don't know much about star it, trek but, the, but it's I know the that... same
0: concept because the idea is like if you go to a planet that's not ready for extraterrestrial life they're going to worship you yeah and you're going to uh drastically alter the progression of the civilization you have to let it go naturally until it gets to light speed then you can do whatever you want
1: uh, i mean that it makes sense mm-hmm. but also breaking it sounds way more fun yeah like you know
0: you just, gotta imagine there's so many fucking planets in the star trek universe you can just do that shit for fun
1: and and no one would ever know if you, know, yeah. like, like you didn't tell yeah. anyone
0: i don't i don't i don't buy the whole star trek thing just like uh It's like it presents itself as, like, oh, as a society, we've progressed past war and now it's all about exploration. And it's like, yeah, but you get pretty close to war like every episode. Like, clearly.
1: Yeah, also, clearly, you guys like hate each other. Just because you're not currently fighting someone doesn't mean that like you're above war. Mm
0: -hmm. Like, you got the
1: Borg and shit Mm -hmm. bouncing around. And I guess I know more about Star Trek than I thought I did.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, the Klingons are the ones that are always like about to go to war with. Yeah, right. Like they're clearly supposed to be Russian aliens too.
1: Yeah, well, unless,
0: unless I've been reading too much into that.
1: No, nah, I think like it makes sense.
0: Um, enough about Star Trek. The Queen is dead. Yeah, uh, yeah, my bad. Uh, so Kevin, you're Irish, right? That I am. Uh, let, uh off the cuff. Uh, what, what are we thinking?
1: I got in trouble at work for for humming ding dong the witch is dead. Uh, Did Irish. Did you really get in t- trouble? Well, I guess it's probably a good time to say that I quit my job today. Um, oh, shit.
0: Well, that's a story.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I gave in like a week's notice and I was like, yeah, I'm out okay. on Friday. But um, there was like like most people there don't didn't care like at all. And we were running a bit of a skeleton crew for the last week and a half. But one woman was was mad that I was making fun of her for being dead.
0: Was it, is she British?
1: No, that's hmm. the part I really don't get. Like, do you see on Twitter and whatnot, like all of the Americans were like, oh, my God, you know? Yeah. Rest in peace, Queen. But I I don't get it. Did y'all yeah. miss the war we fought over this?
0: Yeah, I don't. uh Twice. Uh, the, the the thing that really struck me was uh, I saw someone describe her as a beacon of democracy.
1: Yeah, I really... That's just... She's a monarch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw people describing her as the liberal queen, and I was just like... No. I don't feel like... Like, uh oh, was it... Oh, oh, there was a... I forget if it was... I, I want to say Angola, but I don't think it was Angola. There was uh, a former British territory that during decolonization they they went communist Uh but they kept the queen as the head of state because they didn't you know they wanted to keep decent relations with the english so technically she was a communist queen for a little bit
0: and i just love that um i think uh it's funny that like i I know like there was that story about like when uh was it kim jong-il is that the one before un yes when Kim Jong Il died. There was that whole thing about like, oh, they're forcing people to go in the streets and cry and shit. And it's like, you don't get to make fun of that now.
1: No, you were arresting people for making fun of the new king. Like, like, are they
0: actually arresting people? Apparently, yeah. Let me look that up. Um, making fun of king. Uh, team charged for making. Oh, this is from 2020. What, the... what king are they talking about then? Oh, Thailand. Yeah, Oh. Uh anti royal protesters are being arrested in the UK. This is NPR. As the not my king tag grows. Yeah. Uh Well, you know, he didn't
1: help himself. Like the first thing he did as new monarch is appoint his pedophile brother as like uh some type of position. I don't remember mm-hmm. what it was. Did-
0: you know, uh, honestly, first um, thought when I read uh, Queen Elizabeth II uh, has died, what? honestly, God was just. There's only been two Queen Elizabeths. Yeah, yeah. That was that was my big takeaway from that. Um, blah, blah blah blah. Police in Scotland allege breach of peace and widely seen photos of a woman holding a sign: abolish monarchy and fuck imperialism was arrested on Sunday at St. Giles Cathedral in Edinburgh, where the queen's body is to lie at rest until today. Let her go, it's free speech, one man shouted, according to the Scotsman newspaper. The Scotsman I don't know why that's funny. Others yelled, have some respect. The woman, 22, is arrested, quote, in connection with a breach of peace, a a police Scotland spokesperson told NPR, adding that she was formally charged and released and her case is now pending in the Edinburgh... Edinburgh. Edinburgh. No, that's not Edinburgh. It's the, that's the that's the animal documentary guy. Edinburgh. That was, was I was actually right. Sheriff uh, Court. Uh, similar to re- similar wait, reports that, emerging. Edinburgh. Function... What uh, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck we were talking about. That similar <laughs> reports um, uh, emerged Monday, including one case involving a man who was seen being forcibly removed from a parade barrier after shouting at the royal procession leading to the cathedral. He was reportedly heckled by Prince Andrew. Yeah. Which one's Andrew? Is that the is... That's the pedal one, okay. I think. And in London, a woman has was led away by four uniformed officers on Monday after holding up a sign reading Not My King, which has become a trending hashtag near <sighs> It's just like like I, I I'm I'm with her on the sentiment, but there's something so silly and hysterical about being in a country where the like the, 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 the you're, that you're like, your big anti establishment stance is not my king. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's silly. It's like, why, why is, why are we still having that conversation?
1: Especially considering like, yeah, this was a new thing. I, I would be like, okay, but this has been going on for like 200 years at this point. Like, make up your fucking mind. They don't have any power.
0: I wonder, do they have, I've heard mixed things of that, so let's look up.
1: I think they have power, but if they used it, they would be laughed out of the building and arrested.
0: As the monarchy is constitutional, the monarch is limited to functions such as bestowing honors and appointing the prime minister, which are performed in a nonpartisan manner. The monarch is also able to advise, generally done in secret, to change draft laws. The monarch is also head of the British Armed Forces. Yeah. Want, that last part seems pretty...
1: I highly doubt they're sending Lizzie out there to command troops in Iraq, yeah, but yeah it's it's absurd to me, but i I don't know. I hate them all. I also don't understand why we have to hear about it on American television like i I can't think of a single thing that's happened on the planet that affects Americans less than than the queen dying.
0: You just used that chat feature. That, uh, I did. They just added. So let's see what you put. Matt and arrested for heckling Prince. Ant- oh, you just sent me more information on it. This one's Forbes. Yeah. Uh, written by Carly uh, Porterfield. Sorry, I got something pop up. I don't think this is going to let me get through it. Can I just I've point out
1: that her like byline is, I cover breaking news.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And this is about a person being arrested for heckling Prince Andrew during the funeral.
0: Yeah. Um, that, that's, yeah, it's not exactly like front page. Yes. Uh, yeah, I can't read that article. It, it, it doesn't like my ad blocker and I don't want uh, to it off right now, but, fair. um, Kings and Queens are silly. That's my hot take.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just dumb.
0: Uh, I mean, reading like, it—it sounds like it doesn't sound like they have a lot of power. But then you read the powers they do have, and that's basically what the president does. So they have no power in the same way the president has no power, kind of. Uh, no, because it, they it, they ratify laws like the president, right? Like they sign. No, up to, that's what it's, it's what I'm. Yes,
1: up. yes, but they don't have a choice. Like, like they can't be like, no. Hmm. I, I highly doubt that that would ever fly. There's a reason you don't hear about stuff like that cuz I imagine if like that would be the fastest path to abolishing the monarchies if they decided to be like no, I disagree with this. So it's not happening. I don't think they hold like real power. I think it's all like ceremonial stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they don't they appoint the prime minister, but I think that's just they show up to the House of I think Commons and they're just like, "Yep, you're prime minister." Deuces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think they could actually stop anything from happening
0: Mm -hmm. yeah um we're at like the 38 minute mark and i'm very thirsty so why don't we take a quick break and i'll be right back all right and we're back um we already talked about the queen
1: um let's get to everyone's favorite part of every podcast on the internet which is two white guys talking about star wars
0: oh no i mean first i want to talk about um well, I mean, that's, that's generally what we're talking about, because uh, D23 just happened, which yeah. is Disney's Expo. Um, what did they announce for Star Wars? There was the um, fucking... They
1: they gave us an actual release date for Bad Batch, which uh-huh. isn't coming in October like everyone thought. Mm-hmm. Um, more Andor clips, Mandalorian clips.
0: Ahsoka clips. Did Yeah. They showed us a picture from skeleton crew
1: yes they also announced who's going to be playing ezra and i forget his name but he's the Did perfect they casting. That
0: or was that just like it leaked i don't remember if they actually announced that. oh i actually don't know <laughs> i think it just leaked
1: oh well it's a good
0: casting uh they didn't have anything about the star wars theme parks which i thought was a bummer because they really need to i think expand on the star wars theme parks
1: i um, i think they might be scared off by uh
0: avengers campus or whatever they're calling it no one likes avengers campus
1: no it's really bad from everything i've heard it's boring as shit have
0: you seen by the way uh one of the big announcements for avengers campus other than um the new ride was um the hulk is going to be walking around like so you can take photos with him but did you see the hulk that's going to be at d23 no but now i I have to look up d23 hulk
1: Uh, eight foot tall walking Hulk anima. Oh, that's horrendous.
0: Yeah, I, I guess they 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 didn't have the technology to make a Hulk that looks like the Hulk. So he's wearing like the Ant Man esque suit from Endgame.
1: <laughs> he will be the only one doing that. That is, yeah. That's also. Uh, I don't know why my mind went there, but does does he have a bulge?
0: Hmm, hold on, he does. Uh, I yeah um w- why I, I don't know all right good question i <laughs> we need to get I someone to put all that bulge effort into like making him look like the hulk
1: yeah because they're, do- they're obviously doing the like I- i've seen videos i've never been to i haven't been to disney since i was like seven so mm-hmm. uh, memory's fuzzy but they're d- obviously doing the same technology they're doing for like uh the bounty hunter thing at the Star Wars park for his whole face.
0: Mm-hmm. You mean a screen? Yeah, a, a screen. Yes, yes. <laughs> the, the new technology. Hey,
1: listen, man. I was Iranian. i had still new to all this stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, his eyes are just a screen. If you yeah. look at him, it's even fucking funnier uh, if you look at the video of them introducing him and the actor playing the Hulk is so unenthusiastic and delivers his lines so poorly. Uh, and he, he ends up being very threatening. Like, at the end of the video, uh, they're like, uh, can you find the exit, Hulk? And he goes, I'll make one. <laughs> like, a complete deadpan voice. Um, Honestly, if you're going to do the Hulk at Disney World, why, why don't you just do, like, a... Like, if you're going to do screens, make, like, a fake Hulk cage or something and then have a CGI Hulk inside it? I don't know. I, Anything that's not this...
1: It's so fucking weird because like I guess not really spoilers, but what I feel like everyone is assuming is going to happen is in She-Hulk, the Hulk is going to go feral again.
0: Uh he's not he's only in the first two episodes. And oh, of then course. And he went back to space. <laughs> Cuz I think I think they're um I think they're doing World War Hulk.
1: They keep teasing that.
0: Uh I think they're going to do it just because um they had that teaser and then also i suspect they might be doing it because like you know how universal has like pretty much re- because universal owns the hulk yeah the movie right the distribution rights to hulk films so in theory marvel could make an entire hulk film and then universal could say we're not releasing that which is the reason we don't get hulk movies but uh, i think they have four years of that uh deal left if they don't do another one so I have a feeling they were like, okay, fine, we'll do another one if we get to keep the rights. And they're like, okay, we'll do World War Hulk. That's my theory that I just came up with, like, just now. But it makes sense. I,
1: licensing stuff is so annoying, but I, yeah. I think another reason they, they've kind of shied away from doing a Hulk solo movie is because they have all sucked. Like, the Hulk as a character just isn't all that interesting. I'm probably well, in the minority here. that
0: successful in comic books.
1: No, well, yeah, exactly. Because, oh, I'm in the minority here. I really like what they're doing with the Hulk right now. Look, like, I, I like the oh, smarter yeah, Hulk. You're
0: fucking. Have you seen She-Hulk, by the way? Uh,
1: no, no. I let my my okay. Disney Plus subscription lapse
0: okay. after Obi-Wan. <laughs> I think that would change your tune a little bit. That show fucking sucks. Um, I have
1: seen the absolute masterclass in, like, anger marketing they're doing for that show. Yeah. I think Marvel's beginning to realize that, like, a lot of the characters, they're really, uh, like, tying the brand to right now no one cares about. Mm -hmm. So they're, like, trying to rage bait people.
0: The whole MCU, like, promise when it came out was, like, uh, we have none of the rights to the biggest Marvel characters And so our whole claim to fame will be making you give a shit about the ones you didn't know about. Like Ant-Man or Thor or something. Yeah, I know it sounds weird now to say Thor when you're talking about, like, smaller characters. But it's like, who the fuck knew who Iron Man was before that movie? Yeah, the whole thing was just using characters no one gave a shit about and then making you care about them. But they're getting bad at it.
1: Because they're leaning in, like, no one knew who Iron Man was in detail, but he was so old at that point where people were like, yeah, I guess. And the Avengers themselves were a big-ish deal. Mm-hmm. But although I guess that team was, like, the Avengers everyone knows was like Spider-Man, Wolverine, Captain America. Mm-hmm. And the revolving door of, of fuckheads who would come through.
0: Mm-hmm. I but, think my, one of my uh, theories, I think i probably mentioned this on the show, about Marvel fucking up lately is uh, they're showing particularly lately a lack of trust in their own source material uh and the big example i always use is shang chi uh because shang chi in the comics uh his whole thing was that he technically didn't have powers but he was so good at every martial art that he was that it was to a superhuman degree like you know how like uh certain they're they're, the like you don't actually see it in the in real life there are people like oh they're monks who are so good at martial arts that they can float or whatever you know what i'm saying yeah that was Shang-Chi. He didn't have powers, but he could like He he could do incredible superhuman-esque things just through the fact that he trained hard enough. Yeah. And that the was bat the bat whole bat. shtick of Shang-Chi. And then in the movie, they just gave him like ring powers or whatever. Like they did like they, they want to be like, look, uh you get you're overlooking some of our smaller characters. Let's show you why you shouldn't. And it's like what you're actually doing is admitting that you don't think they're that good by
1: um but changing everything.
0: That she, yeah, it's like, like they um I think that they're showing their own lack of trust in their library.
1: What's really funny is the last time they did that it worked so horrendously was uh, Age of Ultron. We're like Well, Age of Ultron comics are really good. And then they just kind of did none of it yeah. for the movie. And I get it's tough to squeeze a comic run that was probably like a year long into two and a half hours max, mm-hmm. but Age of Ultron was so bad.
0: It's also wild because like one of the things that was so cool, at least to me, about the first Avengers movie is that they made a movie about the first issue of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Literally, the like the only time like Loki's ever that relevant to the Avengers is the first issue when he gets them all together and they just adapted that they adapted a the whole movie out of that one issue. And that was, what was cool about it, that it was like, it was like, wow, you're really like, obviously the characters were different. There was no Ant-Man or Wasp and Captain America was already on the team, but it was like, there was this sense of like, um, like they're going in order almost. It was impressive.
1: It, it's tough I mean, to explain to people who either got into the MCU after that, or who don't care in general, just how like, mind-blowing that first phase of the mcu really was because you got all of these movies and they were vaguely tied together in the background plus the uh, post-credit scenes and then they actually made the movie with all of them in it and it was good Mm -hmm. and no one expected that
0: (laughs) yeah i still like the first avengers movie i I still like i even like the first thor movie
1: yeah, first of all, well, yeah, I really think they only really faltered with, what was it, Iron Man three,
0: Iron Man uh, two also.
1: I thought people kind of liked Iron Man too.
0: Um, I don't think that is the consensus now. Okay, but I, I I've been very I, on I,
1: and off with the I MCU. The first so first I missed America,
0: a lot. America, I, I think at the time I didn't like it as much as I do now. The first Captain America, but I rewatched it and I was like, you know what, um, fun Rocketeer vibe, which is I think I think the director of the Rocketeer did. Captain America, the first Avenger. It was also very funny when Captain America was coming out and they had to call it the first Avenger because some countries didn't want to distribute a movie called Captain America. That's the only reason that one has a subtitle and the others don't. Um, Oh, yeah. But, um... Yeah, that first... It was such... uh, What the fuck is Tom texting me? I'm sorry. Oh, it's fine.
1: All right. The... The first Avengers movie. God, wh- when was that released? 2012.
0: Oh, fuck me, I'm old. I remember um, because I remember thinking is the world going like, to end before the Avengers comes out? Oh, uh, yeah. I remember thinking that. Um,
1: is such. Like, the MCU, I know everyone is down on it now, and opinions on that can vary, but. Mm-hmm. It's such a cool thing, and if it was unique to Marvel, I feel like it would still, to this day, be a really cool thing.
0: The thing is, they, I won't say they created the cinematic universe, because that's false. Uh, A lot of people give them credit for Universal did, with the monsters. The monsters, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Um, Maybe fucking let me say that next time. I'm kidding. No, Uh, fuck you. But um, they did make it huge yeah and so there was this idea i think my parents just got home and i'm really hoping they don't barge into my room but um there was this idea that um that that there was this new narrative tool that was like not just a movie long it was it could it could branch out and it was like what are people going to do with that and the answer was horrendous shit <laughs> 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 which, is like, which is just like no one was gonna know how to make cinematic universes they like, all fucked up the only one that somehow made it out to like a point where it felt like it was worth having it was the the godzilla king kong stuff
1: yeah the God- the that's really the only good one hit.
0: yeah um universal the one who invented it couldn't do it
1: because i feel like you would see these movies coming out and you would see the trailer and you'd be like, wow, that movie's gonna suck.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then they would be like, well, I can't wait to introduce you to this cinematic universe. Like, it happened with the fucking mummy. Or, yeah,
0: with, that was the universal one.
1: Yeah, uh, Everyone was like, wow, that movie sucked. And then they're like, well, we have nine more in the tank, so, uh...
0: Yeah, oof. there was... Um, there was the fucking... Uh, the Universal Monsters, Toho. I'm looking at like a list of cinematic universes. Alien versus Predator is counted as one. Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street. Why is Evil Dead in that one?
1: Well, the Evil Dead crosses over with a bunch of stuff. The right?
0: Necronomicon is in Friday the Thirteenth. I... that is weird. Though, oh. actually, there's there's a character from Transformers that shows up in one of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Like the same actor, same name of the character, and everything. I just <laughs> found that out recently. I was like, what the fuck. Ghostbusters and Casper cuz I guess the Ghostbusters show up in the Casper movie.
1: So Scooby Doo is really like like a cinematic universe in and of itself.
0: Listen to this one. This is this might be the best cinematic universe. From Dusk Till Dawn, Spy Kids, Machete, <laughs> Death proof yep. Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2, some movie called Curdled, Mexico Trilogy, uh, and Planet Terror. <laughs> That's a fun one, Um, Lake Placid versus Anaconda. I don't know the the Ring universe, which is Sadako versus Kayak. I don't know anything about. Yeah, Yeah. the Unbreakable film series.
1: Oh yeah, wait. I thought there was only two movies with Unbreakable.
0: No, it was um, it was Unbreakable, uh, Split, and then Glass.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. I always forget about. One of those. I've never seen any of them. To be fair,
0: yeah, me neither. um DC extended the Conjuring universe. That's another one that no one gave a shit about. Yes. Oh, it was God. well this not this one never even went into production. But I I, I don't even know if you could, like one for one connect this to the birth of cinematic universes. But around that time, Sony announced like a twenty one Jump Street Men in Black crossover. Do you remember that? Vaguely. And it just never happened. Well, yeah, because Thank that would be awful. Christ. Yeah. By the way, if you're Sony. And you want to, uh, you you want to do like a Men in Black crossover, Ghostbusters? Men in Black is just alien Ghostbusters. You own both of them. That writes itself. What do you? Yeah, wow. Why? why would you do Twenty One Jump Street with Men in Black? Uh, I... yeah, Hanna Barbera cinematic universe.
1: What the hell movies are in that?
0: Uh, only Scoob but it, oh, like, thank God. characters from across Hanna-Barbera show up in that movie. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. I guess Fast and Furious has a cinematic universe now.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I also feel like we need to get better at um actually qualifying what is a cinematic universe, not just a series with multiple groups of characters. Yeah. I was like, Fast and the Furious isn't a cinematic universe, it's just car porn on multiple continents with, but like, three or four there. sets of characters. Yeah. It'll get there. Well, gonna, what are we on now? 17?
0: 10, the last one. Oh. Uh, actually, no, 10 part 1 and part 2 is, is going to be 10. Of so, course. Um, Can't tell that
1: story in just one movie.
0: Mm-hmm. We got really off topic from D23, though.
1: yeah oh, well, uh, that's, that's the state of the world.
0: Yeah, so... Oh, yeah. The Jedi it was the one we were talking about. Um, I'm not super interested in that. I just... I'm not... Look, I know that the Star Wars animation is mostly good. Yes. Animated stuff. But it's so much time to sink into it. I just can't... I don't... I,
1: I think we're in the same boat here where, like, they have overloaded my desire to see more Star Wars.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because, like, if you had told me six years ago that they were going to release... What is essentially a short film? I'm sure I don't. I don't know exactly how they're going to do this, but like detailing, uh, like Jedi Dooku, I would have been really into it. But now I think I've seen so much Star Wars that I realize it just doesn't fucking matter.
0: Yeah, it's weird that like they, there's both this idea that Star Wars has been dormant cinematically for so long because we're not getting another one till at least 2025. Uh, oh, and they've su- they've somehow made the wait seems so crowded with Star Wars. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: because it's rapid fire. When they're not actively showing you Star Wars, they're announcing Star Wars. And the only thing I am super interested in right now would be a good Star Wars game and there's nothing.
0: Yeah. The two things that I'm kind of interested in is Andor, just because it looks like uh they act like it they didn't use them the digital sets that they used for the Mandalorian. It's actually like filmed on location. Um, so it looks prettier. So Andor I'm kind of excited for for that reason. And uh, Skeleton Crew, just because I'm not in... I, I don't like... They keep pitching it as like Stranger Things in space, and that makes me think I'm going to hate it. But yeah. like, I'm just so excited to not see like a lot of characters.
1: I, I want to go a full year without seeing Ahsoka. I love her. She's one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. But go away. Yeah. Please go away. Like, even the Luke stuff, which is creepy as all hell. There, I saw someone today theorize that they're leading to a mini movie, essentially, that's going to feature Boba Fett, the Mandalorian, Luke, and Ahsoka, like, fighting Thrawn and finding Ezra. And that sounds like the worst thing I've ever heard.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, um,. I don't understand what like how there's going to be any appeal to the Ahsoka series. Not because she's a bad character, but because it's so clearly Rebels season five or whatever. Yeah. And who the fuck watched Star Wars Rebels?
1: Uh you can't say that anymore. People are Okay, but like
0: I'm talking about like we're not talking about the Star Wars community anymore. We're talking about putting something on Disney Plus. (laughs) Like so many people are gonna be like not know who the fuck anyone is. Yeah, that's you can't convince casual adults to to prepare for Star Wars Ahsoka by watching the Rebels cartoon for four seasons. You just can't. No. Even if you convince them, they're not going to do it when they watch the first few episodes.
1: They're just going to be really confused as to who Sabine is.
0: Yes, none of it.
1: And also, I really I'm worried about because I don't like Rebels personally, (laughs) but that last season of Rebels was really good. But confusing as shit to someone who. There's suspension of disbelief for Star Wars, which always has to exist, obviously. But, like, that last scene with the Emperor and Ahsoka and the time travel stuff, that's just confusing as hell. And I wonder if they're even going to bring that up at all. Because, like, remember, Ahsoka's uh, dead. What? But she's. Like, Ahsoka dies fighting Vader, and then they just bring her back
0: through time travel
1: yeah did you, you never watch rebels
0: no i just assumed that she came back as like a surprise i actually didn't die i didn't know it was time travel i didn't remember people talking about time travel because i remember people the big theory was that filoni was going to use star wars <laughs> rebels to retcon the sequel trilogy
1: which that would like, be really funny
0: yeah it was like <laughs> there's no fucking way that was ever gonna happen but How-
1: how do i describe this in ways where it makes even a remote amount of sense so essentially you remember the the father the son and the daughter from the clone wars
0: vaguely i didn't watch a lot of the clone wars they find
1: the uh, you should watch the clone wars uh first off um but they find a mural of them they go into this monochrome dimension where they watch some of the events from rebels that happened One of the events they watch is, uh, spoiler alert, I guess, uh, is Ahsoka fighting Vader and the castle crumbles. And instead of, I don't, they never say she died, but obviously I would assume she did. Ezra just kind of like yoinks her out of that event and into this monochrome area. It's very weird. If you get a chance after we're done here, go watch it on YouTube and you'll understand it better than I can even remotely describe it.
0: Sounds like the ending of Twin Peaks. Huh. It's so
1: fucking weird.
0: Yeah, that would Twin Peaks is weird, so that that tracks. Um but I'm not even excited. Th- oh, sorry, sorry go ahead. I was like even
1: thrawn is going to be a fucking hard one to explain.
0: Yeah. They I think dude, it, it is so clear that um every cool thing they did for Rebels they are beating the shit out of themselves for being like, "Why didn't we save this for something someone was going to watch?"
1: Yeah, like, Rebels has killing some of them. Darth Maul in one of the best scenes in Star Wars. Yeah,
0: and they were just like, "Fuck, that was in Rebels." Like that could have been the Obi Wan show. Um,
1: oh God, no! That's going to be season two.
0: No, they can't. Like, what are they just going to do the whole scene over again? Yes. <laughs> like uh, I don't know. Um, there was that. Bringing Thrawn back only to do it in Clone War. I mean, in Rebels. Nope. Yep. I don't know. I think they. I think everything they they do in the cartoons. Are like, damn, we should have saved that for something we could actually do in live action. Um. Anyway. Um. I thought. Uh, did you watch the Werewolf by Night trailer? That was the Marvel show.
1: No, I have no Friday idea what evening. that is. I'm so confused.
0: It's literally just uh, the Wolfman in the Marvel universe. Oh. It's this guy named Jack Russell, and he is a werewolf by night. and yes, his name is Jack Russell oh uh also man thing is in it oh that's um, good elsa bloodstone is in it who elsa bloodstone she's a um a monster hunter
1: so wait whatever happened with the blade stuff are they that's actually doing coming. that? that's still coming Oh that's still coming okay because i know he
0: was in the end credits in uh, eternals
1: oh good and, well like, you didn't it's... see
0: him you just heard his voice
1: i also wouldn't watch that movie if you paid me yeah. um there's also this is a sidetrack thing back to Star Wars, but uh Rogue Squadron is mm-hmm. not happening
0: now. It might or they just Yeah, it's they just didn't the, it's just off the schedule. Yeah. Uh just to finish my thought real quick though, um, oh, go ahead. the reason I brought up Werewolf by Night is I just thought it was funny that like they were they show the werewolf and man thing like sort of in the in the trailer. But they're clearly like they were clearly waiting for a big reveal for when you watch it uh-huh and then at another panel they announced the new marvel ride and they showed concept art i'm going to send it to you on facebook right now just so oh. you know what i'm talking about okay I, I i assume the two teams between werewolf by night and the marvel theme park people just didn't communicate uh because they released this image and they're both clearly in it <laughs> <laughs> It's like, okay, I guess now we know. what. There goes the surprise. Yep. Wow. Also, uh, that guy in the middle is supposed to be a a variant of Thanos called King Thanos, but that is literally just Sauron.
1: Oh, yeah, it is. It has the
0: mace, it has the crown. Like, they're not subtle.
1: (laughs) King Thanos. God, they would have to do a Ghost Rider movie to get to that story.
0: Is that a real story?
1: Oh, Yeah. A pretty good one too.
0: Wait, is that does that have to do with uh fucking the Frank Castle Ghost Rider? Yes. What the hell was his name again? Was Ghost Rider something? Was it Space Ghost Rider? No. I
1: think it was Space Ghost Rider.
0: Frank Castle Ghost Rider. From
1: what I vaguely remember about that story, is it's actually about like current Thanos. Cosmic kind of... Ghost Rider. I knew Space Cosmic Ghost Rider. Ghost sounded Rider. too yeah.
0: Stupid. I mean, not far off, but
1: yeah. Cosmic sounds a bit more grand. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, no, but that story is really great for moments. The overall story wasn't amazing, but, like, they have the... the King Thanos just has, like, a feral Hulk chained up in his basement.
0: Oh, yeah, he has a baby Thanos in that one, right?
1: Yeah, Cosmic Ghost Rider raises Thanos.
0: But it's a different Thanos, I'm assuming.
1: I think it's some, again, time travel bullshit.
0: And that one becomes King Thanos?
1: I don't know, honestly. I think there's three Thanos... What's the plural of Thanos? Thanos. Thanai. Thanai. Yeah, let's go with that. There's three Thanai in this comic. One is like the kid he raises. One is just normal Thanos, and the other one is like the future Thanos.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they just—if I remember—it ends with current Thanos being like, "Damn, when I get old, I'm a bit of a bitch."
0: I'm going to say something that I don't have a lot of knowledge on, um, <laughs> but I—I I always kind of got the vibe. That apocalypse and Thanos were just them doing the same character twice.
1: Essentially, I
0: I because, always because saw apocalypse also had that same thing where like they raised him as a kid. Like I think Cable raises Apocalypse or something. Yeah,
1: I think so. They're basically the same character. Dark
0: side.
1: Yeah, they're they're <laughs> both dark side. That's really where it comes down to. Which is really funny because you think like Marvel stole so much from DC in the comics. And now we're in the cinematic universe where DC has stolen everything uh-huh. from Marvel. Very
0: funny note, too, by the way, because um, uh, you know when I was thinking about the whole Man Thing Swamp <laughs> thing, 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 yeah. thing thing, 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 uh, thing, thing, thing. I was thinking about that because they announced that show, and I was reading up on it, and Man Thing comes first. Uh, is the is like the the, the definitive answer it was Man Thing came out first, then Swamp Thing came out. But the wild thing I, every time I say thing it's going to drive me fucking nuts. But the wild thing is that they were made by roommates.
1: Huh. Someone stole and neither, something.
0: The, both of them were like, oh, I didn't know what they were doing. And neither of them seem upset at the other one. And so the prevailing theory is that they did it to fuck with both companies.
1: Baller move. Is that they just did like, what, let's
0: just make the same character twice and see if they get like pissed about it.
1: And they just both ran with it for, like, 60 yeah. years. Hey, I man, baller move. They got that bread. They did minimal work. I'm down.
0: Because there's no fucking way that they didn't know that, that one of them was doing Man-Thing and one of them doing Swamp-Thing. It's, it's either they were both in on it or one copied the other. There's no, they, there's no way it was just, like, the weirdest coincidence in history.
1: Yeah, that's just not possible. Mm-hmm. The odds are so slim, especially because when... I feel like the era where they came out was kind of the era of fuck, throw shit at the wall and see what sticks.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I always my my beef with Man Thing is that like his whole thing is that if he touches you and you're afraid, you burn to death, right? Isn't that his thing? That everyone who knows fear will burn at the touch of the Man Thing.
1: I have no idea. Like, yeah, Man Thing is so far out of it's my like realm. If, of-
0: if you're if your whole thing is that you're punishing people for being afraid, why are you so fucking scary? Well. Like you know. if you're a puppy and you touch me and I burn to death for being afraid, it's like, all right, you caught me. I shouldn't have been that afraid. But if you're like gonna scare me, why are you gonna give me shit if I'm scared? That's like if Ghost Rider made you do bad shit and then did the penance there. You know what I mean? It's entrapment. You know, yeah, it's <laughs> entrapment. It's like entrapment. Why are you? Why are you telling me not to be afraid? And you're fucking ugly as hell. That's not my fault. That's you.
1: I'm looking at this. Sca- in the
0: Florida Everglades. Like obviously, I'm not like at fucking eat-
1: alligators <laughs> here, bro. Like,
0: Even if you weren't here, it'd be scary.
1: It's dark. <laughs> uh, I just. God, that like Guardians was a reach, mm-hmm. but Man Thing is a hell of a reach.
0: Now they, I think Guardians uh, gave Marvel the hubris to think, oh, so we can just do anything.
1: Yeah. Also, yeah.
0: Um, we're going to have to end soon, but uh, one of the one of the things I want to uh, put in there is just that uh, Marvel has a tendency whenever they introduce an obscure character to the films uh, to then make them intrinsically tied to whatever the big story in the comics is. So I hope you're already like in a few months when when the next big like Thanos Secret Wars event centers around the werewolf. <laughs>
1: Oh, god, like Venom verse, but everyone's a werewolf instead. Yeah, of Furry's wet like, dream. I hope
0: you're. I hope you're. You're ready for some Jack Russell in the comics, because you were going to get a fuck ton of it.
1: Hey, oh god, he's going to be showing up. Like he's going to be showing up in everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like Captain Marvel was and for a while.
0: So un, he's so ununique. You know what I mean? Like he's such a. I am just the man. Not the man thing. I am just the 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 Wolf Man. Yeah, I'm a werewolf. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's it. Yeah, that's his whole thing. I don't. By the way, apparently there's an alternate ending to Blade Trinity where where the Werewolf by Night shows up, but it didn't make it to the final movie.
1: Oh. oh well, they were trying to make their first cinematic universe. You know how it goes. Uh
0: huh. Do you know that um, one of the like the cinematic Punishers is in spider-man 2
1: there's multiple cinematic punishers oh yeah there is
0: yeah i can't remember which one but one of them is in the background in spider-man 2 it's the actor's stunt double but the the, like the thing about with that 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 actor and his stunt double was that they were like uncannily similar looking and it was they were they were they were like it's confirmed that that was just supposed to be him that that was them like world building
1: huh I like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like Kinlan Voss in the background episode one.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a... But, my, my favorite thing that does something like that was... Uh, you ever watch Community?
1: Yes, parts of
0: it. Do you Did you ever watch the the, the episode that's a parody of um, My Dinner with Andre? Uh,
1: maybe, but I don't know that's what that is. the one
0: is. where it's Abed's birthday and they're trying to throw a surprise birthday party. And then Abed invites... Um, uh, uh what the fuck's his name? Uh, Jeff. He invites jeff to like a dinner at a fancy restaurant and he likes no, playing a cool. character there's a part in that in that episode where he says because abed's favorite show in, in the community universe is uh cougar town i don't know if you remember that show yes uh and abed starts telling the story um about how he won tickets to be in the like a background actor on cougar town and he made it and he was on set and he saw uh Who's that actress? She was in friends too. I can't remember her name. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. No, Cor- was Courtney Cox. Is that her name? Yes. Yeah. Courtney he sees Courtney Cox and he shit himself on set. <laughs> and he, he didn't know what to do. So we just started running. He was like, I pooped my pants on set. And that's like a story he tells and It's funny in the episode, but I never noticed that there is an episode of, um, of, of Cougar town where the actor that plays Abed is in the background, clearly staring at the camera and then at the end of the scene, just runs away.
1: <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> that's great.
0: Yeah, that's my favorite like little thing that they did with that kind of stuff.
1: They're still talking about making a community movie.
0: Yeah, I think... I, I'm really hoping that happens. I, I, I want them to bring back Chevy Chase. I don't know how they do it, but I want them to do that.
1: Yeah, isn't Obviously, he like a right bastard?
0: Yeah, but he's also just dead in the show. Oh, yeah. But, I don't know, figure it out. Fig- he faked his death or something. Like...
1: I feel like the bigger get would be Childish Gambino.
0: Yeah, I I I don't think they can do a community community without him, so I'm sure he'll do it.
1: They did a whole season without him. They did do a and whole it, season without him, and it wasn't it wasn't great. <laughs>
0: no. all right, uh, let's end it here. I'm getting sleepy, and I got D and D in a little bit. Um, yeah. but guys, this is uh, this is thanks for listening. This has been it's the Kid Michael Show. As always, I'm your host, Kid Michael. I'm joined by uh, my co-host Kevin Anderson. You can follow the show on Instagram at it's Kid Michael and on Twitter at it's Kid Michael. The song was written and performed by an so that you Hello.